Okay, so this is the second part. I'm going to continue where I left off from my previous episode. Uh, please listen to that. If you have not, then uh, don't listen to this because nothing here will make sense. Um, listen to the other one first, please. Um, so right now we're going to talk about using prayer, using silence, using stillness to further develop our connection with the Holy Spirit and to see how this is going to make everything practical and not just uh, theories or ideas that are just floating around like we actually want to make this practical. Um, so again, how I mentioned, based on um, you know the words that Jesus said um, that I read, uh, you should definitely feel that conviction, that connection to the Holy Spirit. If you do not, then um, you there's something missing. You're missing a huge piece in your knowledge of the gospel, the gospel of grace and peace. Um, so I'd, I'd, I would um, recommend that you listen to some of my previous podcasts that uh, talk about his finished work. So then once you are grounded in that, then you will be able to, you know, take these words that Jesus said and you will feel that connection. And once you feel that connection, once you are aware of that conviction, then you're actually touching touching God's uh, spirit within your own being. And this is our, everything that we're trying to do, this is the goal is, you know, to have a, a, a relationship with the spirit, to have a, a a communion. This is the true communion. Okay, this is not living by rules here. Okay. Even these things that I'm talking about with the silence and all this kind of stuff, it's uh, it's not a rule. Uh, it's not really a guideline. It's just something that may or may not help you. But because it has helped countless people over the ages, because it is something that the monks and the saints have fought so hard to preserve, to pass on to us. I think it is important to apply this and just see how it works. You know, give it a, give it some time and see how tra how it transforms your life. Let's start with rest. Um, you have to know that because the work of Christ is finished. We now get to enter into God's promised land for us, which is a land of rest. You know, in the Old Testament, it was an actual physical location. Uh, today, it is more about the, God's rest, like the peace that passes all understanding. We have to enter this rest where we're no longer toiling, we're no longer striving. We're able to rest and to just completely marinate in and you know breathe the royal air of heaven sort of thing you know and uh be nurtured by it just like marinade in this love marinade in this rest in this uh energy that is there for us um some people feel restless um they're they're missing out 
Um, it's going to cause all kinds of problems and diseases and, um, you know, people, the toiling and the striving and all this stuff. You know, I have to do something. I have to do something. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to. I have to. That sort of thing is uh, is preventing us from entering into what what God wants us to do, into what he has for us. That is what is preventing everything. So we have to be aware of um, this uh, false center. That's really what it is. You can call it the false center. You can call it, call it the false identity. You can call it the flesh. You can call it the carnal mind. You can call it illusion. Whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. Point is, is that is not you. Um, who you are is you are a being that is, your very nature is a nature of peace and rest. So if you do not 100% of the time abide and rest, then something is missing. So this is what we're, what we're hoping to um, reveal, okay? So how is this uh, accomplished? Well, it's, we don't accomplish it. It's done through, it's not something we do. It's something that we stop doing, I guess. You know, we let go and we receive. And um, like, I, like I said, once you feel that connection to the spirit, one of the best things that you can do is now that you know that it is God's will for you to be at rest, now we can explore these things. Um, Exploring rest is kind of like you're taking the attitude of the throne room in heaven where Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God and he's in a position of rest because the work is finished. And um, he's, he's quoting the psalm of like, when the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. That is what's happening. So... To, you should already feel more and more connection to the Spirit as I speak these words because that same conviction is also convicting you of these words that I'm speaking because these words are from God and the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, one of, its, uh, one of his um, roles is to uh, reveal to you God's will. Um, so if you're feeling a sense of conviction with these words, then congratulations, you're further developing your connection. So let's talk about stillness and silence. Um, listening to the silence, listening to peace, listening to love, listening to this Holy Spirit is critical and the best way to do that is to just be completely still just like scripture says be still and know that I am God so when we are completely still and we let go of thoughts and maybe some of you don't know how to do this yet um, that's okay um, that'll come with grace later but you you get to a point where you you meditate you sit down you spend some time in the silence and you are given grace you're given instruction you're given a sense of what to do next or what not to do 
or just recharged, just being recharged by, you know, spending time with God. Because we're not, we're not here to um, try to improve the human condition. We're here to reestablish our, our, what is rightfully ours, knowing that we are one with God, knowing, you know, John 17, you know? So we're, we're removing all sense of separation from God. He is right here with us. Uh, check out Psalm 139. Um, check out John 17. So what does this mean? Does this mean that we stop doing all work? No, not necessarily. Um, yes, as you're on, as you take the spiritual path, you might find yourself being thrown out of one thing and taking on something else. Um, you may find yourself, you keep just, just keep doing what you're doing. It really depends. I don't know. That's up to the Holy Spirit. Um, either thing might happen. You know, you might, you know, be where you are, you know, out of slavery, out of fear, and then you're taken out of fear, out of slavery, and put into where your true divine purpose is so you can be doing the work that you are here to do. Um, or it could be that what your your work that you're doing right now is is along your destiny and your purpose. Um, I don't know. But the work that you do is always going to be born out of rest. There's a, there's a rhythm to grace there's a divine order um it's never rushed it's never forced there's like a a flow like a thing that just you know it's got its own music to it okay and so rest is actually a weapon um sometimes it can be as simple as a small pause before you answer the phone before you open the door before you speak before you react to something um, you just you're just stopping for a second or two or three um, almost like an Olympic diver you know they're they're up there on that diving board diving platform and they take a moment you know to gather themselves and then they they execute um, and that's you can see that with a lot of masters they'll they will always take a moment of silence before they begin their practice or their uh, their work or whatever so it's very much the same thing you know you you always want to start your day and spend your entire day in this atmosphere of rest and uh, grace and uh, being loved by God and by taking that time to be in silence you can open your ear and take the listening attitude where you, it's not so much an audible voice. I mean, it could be for somebody, uh, for most people. It just comes, um, again, back to that connection with the Holy Spirit, like that conviction. Um, it will guide you. You know, it will guide you with peace. Okay, like, yeah, you know, you're about to sign a contract and then you feel a great sense of peace about it. Yeah, great, go ahead, sign it. You know, even though logically you know, this or that or the other, there's concerns, but you feel peace, so go ahead, sign it. Or maybe you're about to sign a contract and logically everything looks great, but the Holy Spirit, that conviction is telling you, oh, you know, it's like it, you just lose your, it's like, man, like I don't feel, you know, something here is, is, you know, 
So you honor that and you, you don't sign. You know, it's very much like that. But it's important to, to use rest as a weapon and not to let circumstances get in the way of you and rest. That's Satan's best uh, trick, is he doesn't want you, you know, to any way he can sabotage your connection with God, your uh, communion, your contact, he's going to try everything he can. And one of the best ways, the oldest trick in the book is to get you restless. You know, get you always running around doing stuff. It's like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. You know, until all these things are accomplished, then you can rest, then you can celebrate. But until then, you have to do all this, you have to, you know, get, you know, and then you never actually enter the land. And uh, that is something that uh, is a big problem if you let it. You know, if you, if you don't follow God's will, you are gonna. You you are going to. Um, if you don't receive what God has for you, like the very best that God has for you, then you're settling for less, and that is just pointless. So if God gives you rest and He gives you silence as a weapon against the enemy of your soul, against fear, against uh, lack, limitation, discord, you know, and tells you no, it's like you are one with God. You know, everything that Jesus has, you're a joint heir to it. The only way you're going to know what is rightfully yours is through the Holy Spirit who reveals to you what is yours, okay? So you want to use rest. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be for two hours, you know. Although, you know, there's like a very popular saying that everybody should meditate for at least 15 minutes a day. Unless you don't have time, then you should meditate for an hour. <laughs> so, you know starting your day with, you know, 15 minutes of silence, whatever, is just good practice. Um, and then also like just taking moments of, of stillness and silence, always coming back to an atmosphere of stillness, back to this atmosphere of conviction of the Holy Spirit. Moving out of this place, you know, every decision you make, every word you say, being born out of the silence. That is what's going to guide you. You know, taking a second before you answer the phone, taking a second before you open the door, you know, taking it, just pausing for a second before you say something, you know, pausing for a second before you entertain fear or worry or anything like that, you just go back, oh, what does the Holy Spirit have to say about this? And it's telling you to rest, it's telling you to relax, it's telling you that this battle belongs to God, it's not yours. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Kind of thing. So that is how you begin. Um, and then letting go of the, the, the false idea of, oh, well, I can't, I have to do this, I have to do that, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I have to, I have to, I have to, I, I, I. All these things have to be dropped. And it's a gradual process, but you will, just like any relationship takes time, you will begin to see the fruit of the Spirit grow in your life. And you will begin to have a deeper and deeper awareness of God. Because you are already one with God, but you might be entertaining a sense of separation 
which is the source of all your problems. It's like losing awareness of the friend who's sitting right next to you because you're wrapped up in your phone or you're, you're wrapped up in something else and you just completely lose awareness of somebody who's right there, a part of you. So by taking the time to go back into stillness, into silence, that is what always takes us back to an atmosphere where we are attentive and aware. And then when we pray, when we speak to God, you know, we don't use formal language <laughs> like many of us may have been grown up, grow, you know, grew up in a situation where we're forced to follow formal, formal prayers. But it's not, it's an intimate communication. You know, you, you know, just pour out your heart to God and, and then you just spend time in the silence and then you listen. And you're feeling for that connection to the Holy Spirit. Um, if you feel like you're losing it, you can go back again to Jesus's words there. And once you find that conviction again, then you're right back in that atmosphere and then you continue from there. And then as you, as you start to do this, you will begin to see that the way you make choices will, will begin to change because you're approaching them from a higher perspective. It's like a eagle who can see for miles versus an ant who's right there on the ground and he can only see, you know, what's a couple, couple inches in front of him, if that. Um, so that's like a big difference. So anyway, I will continue uh, this particular topic further in the next podcast, but for now, this should definitely get you going. Um, as always, if you guys have any questions, please let me know. Thank you for supporting this podcast again. Um, you guys have a wonderful week, and until next time, peace.